0: Hey, guys. This is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. How is everybody doing? Let's get right into it today, guys. We are joined from three thousand miles away on a different coast by the one and only Miss Jenny Pulos. How are you?
1: How are you, David?
0: I'm okay. Hi, how New are York. you?
1: Hi New York. I miss you.
0: You do, don't you?
1: Yes, yes, I miss New York. I miss Chicago. I miss everywhere.
0: How is l a doing?
1: Ah, uh, you know, everybody is locked up here. We're living the quarantine life and it's surreal. no traffic. Uh, I'm a homeschool teacher now, and <laughs> so but how is that? Everyone. Everybody in our family is okay. knock on wood and so um You know, I have some healthcare professionals in my family and close friends and, you know, there are heroes, there are heroes through all this and the teachers and, you know, people working at the markets everywhere, everybody that's pitching in and doing what they can and dropping even food to people that need it. You know, whatever you can do, I think would be the advice I would give is just it's not too little, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, those pictures, like I have two friends that are nurses and like just those pictures that they're showing, you know, like all over social media, like of, like after a day's work, like that is just like, I'm like, oh my God, like, I don't know how you're doing it.
1: Yep. It's the human spirit. It's strong, you know, and that's what has, I think, ar- arisen from all this. So we have to keep the the joy and, and in- appreciate the simple things and be grateful and you know, we will probably live a little bit of a different life for a while. But um, uh, I hope that everyone is a little bit more mindful and and grateful after this. I know I, I will be.
0: Me too. I feel like, I don't know, I don't feel like I really took anything for granted. I really am one of those people who truly woke up every day and was like, okay, I have both my legs. I ha- I can see... I need a cup of coffee when I wake up, but I'm really one of those people who was like, I don't have any problems as long as I'm healthy today. So, but I mean, I think there are other things I'm going to do differently, like, you know, not be in my phone as much and really kind of be in the moment when I'm out and about with people.
1: That's kind of what I learned. And I, I feel as though, you know, my husband has loved this a bit because I've cooked a lot more and the things that you kind of don't, you know, really think, oh well, or you're out a lot. I know you're you were telling me that you you know you go out a lot and so at first that was really hard for us because even as a family we take little day trips or whatever, but now you kind of get into it and you're going, okay, I could stay at home and be okay forever and ever, you know and um, and then obviously feeling for those who you want you know the economy to come back and, Everyone to be able to go back to their jobs, and it's it's been a man, an interesting time. So, yeah,
0: and like shocking that like all this like we're fifty something days in like that. That's what shocks me like that the whole world could just change in not five years like literally fifty days.
1: Yep, I know. You, you know we're not something bigger is in control. You always have to remember that. So my mom is eighty six, and she said, you know, in my lifetime I've never seen anything like this so where churches are closed I mean you know it's yeah been, it's been <laughs> definitely something we will always remember but also trying to have humor within it all you know and again I don't think I would have ever spent this much time locked in with my family and I'm grateful for that because I probably I will never get that time back so you know totally yeah trying- to find the good in all of it is kind of always been my motto, you know, and not be, you know, trust me, there's been nights where like, I can't anymore, you know, especially starting with the, the trying to be a patient teacher to my daughter. I think she, you know, hopefully isn't scarred by all this from me.
0: Now you, so you're home with like your husband and your two kids. It's just the four of you, right?
1: Yes. And then he is going, He does work, but he's doing, he's switched his, he's a doctor. So he's switched his practice to a lot of telemedicine now.
0: How's that? Cause like a lot of my friends, like I have a couple of friends whose husbands are doctors and they're like, I mean, I guess depending upon the kind of doctor, they're like, yeah, they're just, the practice is so slow, which makes
1: sense. Yes. I mean, it's definitely been a shift in every profession. There's, everybody has been affected, you know, uh, but I mean, I think I also have a lot of gratitude for people that are going to work at the supermarket because they're being, they're in contact now with as many people as are in the hospital. And that must be scary.
0: You yeah. Know? Yeah.
1: Lines too. Everybody and that's-
0: they yeah. are. I mean, they're out like where I live. So I have a doorman, but like my doorman now are, it's like a bank, you know, they're nice, the nice pristine desk of marble that you used to announce guests at is now a bank. It's literally floor to ceiling. But so they're safe now. It's like floor to ceiling glass and like That's the doorman. Yeah. So they still have to get here, but like they don't leave. If you have a package or food, like they won't even touch it. It gets put on a table. They won't let anyone up to your apartment. So like at least you know like but the grocery store to your point, like there's no, there's no barrier. Like they're just out exposed.
1: I mean and they're starting to do the six feet apart. My husband is the designated shopper and I love him, but that's been a nightmare because he's forgetful even when there's a list. So there's always that, oh, you forgot the milk.
0: You're like, I I want, yeah, that's not, you're right. You're like, I wanted the ice cream or the Oreos or whatever it is. You're like, we're not going back to the store now, you know,
1: he's, he's, yeah, he's had a a lot of trips there, but again, you know, grateful that we're all healthy and it's all it's all good, and I feel for New York. I know you guys have had, you've been at the epicenter of of a great deal of it. My friend is a, a doctor. I just posted about him today, and um, it, his hospital is in Queens. And every time someone is released um, from getting over COVID nineteen, they play "Don't Stop Believing." They just oh really? So really, yeah. Was, I think there was some stories about it online, but so he's been you know front lines all day going in when he thought he had a day, then they say, no, you got to come in. And so again, it's just, you know, the human spirit is strong and we will get through this, but trying to do it with humor and and hope and, you know, spreading messages of, hey, just keep yourself busy, I think. Get creative. I know you were saying that too. It's yeah. time to do that thing you thought you could never do. I think that that's important, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean... I feel, yeah, I mean, that's my motto. Like you seem like a positive person for, you know, like we all have our days. I have my days, but I feel like I want to use this time for things that I never, that I've been talking about for years that I don't think I ever would have got to. So like I started a side creative project myself that I have in the works and I'm just like, I've been talking about this for years and I don't know when I ever would have done this if it wasn't for this.
1: Exactly. So there, there the upside of this is there's a real shift, I think possible energetically for, for the whole world and you know looking at things through a different lens and really owning that and and knowing hey I'm gonna do something I'm scared to do whether that's right or whatever it is you know with my time or binge watch programs you know it's all fair or, or cook more or whatever. I'm doing that too you know finding ways to do that I've reorganized That, you know, the spaces, I did my daughter's room, all that kind of stuff to keep you going, you know, yeah, we will get through it. And uh, I did buy my daughter a uh, freshwater aquarium. That's why I was a couple minutes late to you today. That was a really bad idea. So I would not suggest that because, you know, here she is already dealing with all the emotions of not having school. And then it's really hard to keep a freshwater, to keep those fish alive. I, I mean, love the fish. water balance. I can't, yeah, David. I haven't told her, but her favorite one I found this morning. Really? Heart. He went to God. Another one. I'm like, I can't do this for me. This is this is just too stressful. I can't, I can't.
0: How many fish? I'm like obsessed with fish. I mean, see, I know myself. It's not for me at this time in life. But I've had aquariums like way back in the day. Like, do you, you have a
1: lot of fish? some advice, man?
0: Well, I mean, I haven't had one for like 101 years because I'm old now and it's just, but I, when I was younger, like when I was growing up, I had fish. Like, I I love fish. They're coming.
1: I know they are, but not when they can't stay alive.
0: No. No.
1: It wasn't a good idea, you know? Anyway.
0: So she's going to be upset.
1: Yeah. Oreo went to to God today, this morning. Oh, wow. Looked like he was alive and then he thought he was coming up to eat and then oh this yeah.
0: So that's you know, now you're not where are you from originally again? You're not from LA, right?
1: No, I was uh born in Portland, Oregon. Shout huh? out to Portland, and then I grew up in Arizona.
0: I did not know that.
1: Yes. Uh Scottsdale. So a lot of heat. I would play tennis. Uh I played tennis my whole life and you know, shoe used to melt to the court. We could fry an egg on the court in the summer. But that's and good for COVID-19, supposedly, right now. We want that heat.
0: And lots of business conferences in Scottsdale. That's like one of those business capitals of the world, like when they go for those conferences. And then wh- 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 how come you moved to L.A., like to pursue acting?
1: Yeah, and I, and I went to UCLA. So I oh. moved to go to college and always did uh, loved, you know, Thinking about Los Angeles, I also, you know, applied in New York and Chicago. Big wanted a big city, and and then came to uh, LA in '91 and never left.
0: Could you ever see yourself living in New York?
1: Absolutely, I love New York. Right. And I was supposed to move there at one point, and then uh, life shifted a bit because I got a job here in LA, and then didn't, and then after that. You know, everything happened a a different way. But someday I would love it. I'd love to have my daughters exposed to that life as well more. Um, You know, I I did take my older daughter to Broadway for the first time. She saw Frozen. And Uh, uh, my nephew was in the other art fair in Brooklyn. So we got to do that. And it's just, it's one of the best cities in the world for sure. So, um, but no no digs on LA. We love Los Angeles too.
0: Yeah, I, I actually like both. So as far yeah, as acting, they're like so
1: different, you know. They're
0: so different, like, but they're both so that they're, they're similar in some ways. Like they're so different, but similar in a way. I I feel.
1: I feel as though people in New York though are they know where they're going, they're gonna get there. And I like that, you know? Yeah. We got a little bit more of the dreamer mentality when they're walking around. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I, I love both, but I'm a huge New York fan as well. They're, the energy there is so, you know, it's just, it's palpable. It's wonderful.
0: We like to cut to the chase here and just lock, like, let's lock it in. Let's be specific. <laughs> let's move on.
1: Yes, exactly. I can't yeah. imagine the streets being empty. and I, I've seen some photos in New York, and that is surreal. It must be for you guys, you know, living there and being that, in, that buzz every day. You know, here yeah. we're a little more spread out. So you go, okay, no one's at Dunkin' Donuts today, but oh well, you know, I don't know. It just seems different. You know, nobody's at the mini mall at Smart and Final. You know, okay, you can wrap your head around that, but New York, nobody in Times Square, I mean, that must be surreal.
0: It's a little weird. I mean, like, I haven't been to Times Square, like I've seen the pictures, but like, even like where I am in Chelsea, yeah, like the streets are dead. It's really strange,
1: it's strange. I always see that. I mean, love him, but that creepy cookie monster? I mean, he's not there anymore.
0: No. You know
1: it's what I'm talking
0: about? Yeah. It's like, and like the naked cowboy.
1: Right. Right.
0: All of our Times Square favorites. Yeah.
1: that I love New York. Yes, yes, yes.
0: So, but no, but I love LA. So now, as far as being an actress, I wanted to ask you, like, is there anything, you know, that you've been in? Like, you know, like, it's kind of like... When you look in the background, like, oh, my God, that's Jetty Pulas, like anything like that, you know, like, they, you know, you're in the public eye now. People know who you are. You know, Do you have any of those moments where like, yeah, I was in this movie and that's me and the third person from the left? Anything like that?
1: Uh, I was in a movie called The Bachelor with Chris O'Donnell and Renee Zellweger. And you'll see myself and Niecy Nash and a few others had a, a very big scene towards the end. So I was the big haired bride. So, yeah. With a Josie accent, there you go. Um, And then different TV shows. There was a show called Strong Medicine. I did Monk, uh, Charmed, a bunch of things that were small but wonderful to work on.
0: Did you have any scenes? uh, First of all, I love Charmed. Did you have any? Was this the Rose McGowan years or the Shannon Doherty years?
1: This was the Rose McGowan years. Yes.
0: Did you have? Did you have any any scenes with like Rose or Holly or Alyssa?
1: I had a couple, yeah. I had some scenes,
0: yeah. I need to go find that. It
1: was small. It was small, yeah.
0: It's fine. I'll take small. I'll take small. It was one of the best shows literally ever. So how did you get into from acting to writing these children's songs? We know you have kids' music, old school kids' beats, and just, you know, some classics. Poo in the potty, take your vitamins, and brush your teeth. How did all this come about?
1: Uh, Well, I had always been a rapper since the teenage years, inspired by Will Smith and uh, Digital Underground and Young MC and, you know, all those that were telling a fly story with the rhymes. Um, so then in right after college, I joined a band called, uh, at the time it was called Juicy, but then it became hot in the biscuit with, uh, two of my friends. And we did a lot of fun raps, a rap about Bob Saget, uh, yoga rap, yoga ho, um, to name a few. And then that switched over to that. I wanted to do something great for children. And that was before I was a mom. And so I started writing some kids raps and then obviously I became a mom and so still creating and hoping someday to really uh, present something wonderful for children on air. Uh, And yeah, so we've done nursery rhymes. We've done a bunch, but I just love rap. Uh, I love creating raps. I will always do it. Some people laugh at it. I'm not mad at you. You know, don't play a hate. participate. Andy Cohen's song came about because I went on his show many many years ago before his show blew up into what it's become which has been so exciting to watch um and that that was a really fun thing to watch grow and see amazing people on the show and, and have that be the theme song so that's a that's been a wonderful journey to see that and um I did a song that uh, I never recorded with him, but Little John. Uh, and ah. I rapped on that, a remix of this song called Magical Girl. And so still just creating raps all the time, whether it be for uh, my cousin's wedding or my nephew just got married. We did a nice jam for him and his wife. Uh, it's just something I love to do. It's poetry with music. And my daughter is really loving music because she, she's growing. So I'm teaching her that you embrace it all. And I think there's such... Uh, therapy and wonderful things that can come out of music. I think everyone should have that as a component of their life, whether they play an instrument or they just are healed by it. You know, I, yeah. for me, it's a very wonderful thing. And depending on the artist or the song, I don't know how you feel, but it takes you back to a time. It really is an emotional and a therapeutic, I think, experience. Getting into music and appreciating it.
0: Yeah, I'm like a big like 80s music person, but I love rap as well. Like I recently had someone on, and somehow like 50 Cent came on and Little Kim, and they were like, You like all this? I'm like, I love it all. They were just shocked. I mean, don't judge a book by its cover. I do like 50 Cent and I do like Little Kim. So there is something about rap that I love. (laughs)
1: Little Kim, yeah. Yeah.
0: And Foxy Brown. Yep. So You mentioned Watch What Happens, so because I can't even imagine, I can't remember that show before your song. So like, how did it actually come about? Like, I mean, did Andy call you? Did you say, hey, did you just write it in your spare time? Like, How did this song, which really is a classic, which everybody knows, become the theme song for Watch What Happens?
1: Well, we were on his show as guests, and um, I believe it was season one or two of Flipping Out. And so I just surprised him with the rap in the chair. And then he said, wow, I enjoyed that. And so then I recorded it and that's how it came to life. And I think wow. it was a, a really interesting, you know, I never thought that would happen. How about that? So it was, you know, the gift that kept on giving and going and yeah.
0: Do people ask you to sing that live when they run into you?
1: Sometimes, or they don't know that it's me. They go, oh, that's you. I didn't put that together. So then I'm like, how'd you not put that together with this? Andy, Cohen's got the, you know, come on. There's only it's... one of those loud, squeaky, annoying voices. No, there's a few, but yeah, out it's there.
0: It's so good. I, I just don't, I just didn't remember that you did the whole thing in the chair. Like, I knew you did a little bit. I didn't realize it was the actual full song. Yeah,
1: it wasn't the whole entire jam, but I think it was a good portion of it.
0: It's a good song. I'm getting
1: old. I can't even remember if, what season of Charmed I was on.
0: Listen, you're preaching to the choir. I I
1: remember
0: most things, but not everything, and I definitely don't remember dates. Like some people could say, "Oh, well, that happened in season four of this." Uh, you've got me. Like I can't right. remember.
2: Are you doing
1: directions?
0: Eh, like in <laughs> in theory, yes, but I cannot read a map. Like maps make ma- maps have never made sense to me.
1: Yeah, I don't. I get lost still. Uh, oh, I'm gonna get really? hate. I'm gonna get some hate for this, but I still can't totally figure out New York. And everyone's, it's so easy. It's this. It's a grid. It's and I sometimes am somewhere and I'm not sure where I am.
0: Really? Okay. Well, that I could figure out, but I mean,
1: you have I guess. A after all this is over.
0: If you were like downtown, like when you're where, watch what happens. Is that's when it all starts to change because then it's like not numbered streets. And I guess that in your defense, that would be, but you know, the other streets are just more basic. (laughs) I'll give you a tutorial in New York. So what else did I want to ask you? So, you know, having wanted to be an actress and being an actress, like, would you have ever thought like with the birth of reality TV, that one day you would be on reality TV? Like, was that ever something you could have foreseen?
1: Um, before it happened, absolutely not. I, I did. I was an actor that always wanted to create their own vehicles and not just wait for an agent's call. Um, I think that that's an important thing as advice to anyone that's an artist. Um, like we're talking about in this time, you know, create that vehicle for yourself, and you'll see if you look, the people that have done that you know, I don't know if you've watched the show Fleabag, but that would be one example um, where you go out and you put it out there. And if the content is strong, you know, and you keep working hard, I was just watching uh, Michael Jordan's documentary series that everyone's talking about that and Tiger King have been the two quarantine. Um, And obviously, my husband's you know, from Chicago, so we watched it. But what the theme was in the first episode for me, at least, was he went above and beyond. And so um, back to the point of I wanted to create stuff, and so I kind of understood that reality TV wasn't going away. You know, when we started, it was really only Survivor and, you know, the first season of Housewives, O.C., And, you know, a couple other programs, but it had not exploded. Did I know it would explode the way it did? No way, you know. But um, it was obviously a lot of times more inexpensive to produce. And it was a lot of real life. I can't stop watching what I'm seeing right now. And, you know, whether people admit it or not, some people want to come home and unwind that way. They want to just that, you know, oh, okay, someone's life might be a little bit more challenging than my own in certain ways. Um, I'm saying that in a PC way. But uh, yes. yeah, so that was why my my ex and I had had this idea. We were both struggling actors, comedians, rapper, um, and we decided to kind of put out this presentation of what our struggling wannabe life looked like. And at the time, we were both working For Jeff Lewis. So that became something that he at first was had no interest in. He was very successful, you know, with his own business and, you know, still then a very one of the best house flippers in Los Angeles and very smart with real estate. So I uh, talked him into it in a weak moment to do this kind of reverse. When they saw him in our presentation, they said, Wow, we want to see this guy. And that was the birth of it all. And when it did finally come around that it was going to be his life and not mine and you know I spoke about this in the book I wrote it was it was scary because I I thought wait a minute this isn't going to be a good look but then I went to I've got a bloom bloom where I'm planted you know it's a it's a bible verse and it's also a gardening tip you gotta you gotta do it you got to bloom where you are. You got to do the best with what you have. And that's what I'm trying to. Today, also teach my daughters. And I always, you know, even though that didn't look like what it was supposed to be for me, you know, just like this time right now doesn't look to any of us like this makes no sense. There has to be some good that's going to come out of this. We don't see it when we're in the middle, of the thick of the mud. But you pull your bootstraps up and you keep going. You know, subsequently, I didn't think things would transpire the way they did you know here where we are here today but there's been so much good that's come out of that and you know I wouldn't have my husband and my daughters I don't believe that and if it weren't for this whole experience and there were so many good times and I think the people that did watch our show you know when I still have people approach it it helped them get through a hard time when their mom was in the hospital or make them laugh at a certain point or get some good design information from Jeff and his business. So there were so many upshots of it all. Um, um, It's been a great ride. And now I'm excited to go back in to what I had always really wanted to do and patience and working on stuff and hoping that I can continue to entertain people.
0: That's good. Yeah. I don't think I even knew that. I, I didn't know that it was like your idea with your ex, that that was the original kind of concept. I, I never knew that.
1: Well, yeah, the wannabes was our concept. Of oh, course. wow. Flipping out, you know, I, I couldn't provide the gold that became Jeff Lewis, his life, his, you know, following all that, that was him, but it was kind of like we backed into something great, you know, through a, through a, a premise. So that's why the other thing I always advise people is just put it out there. Don't be afraid to put ideas out there or try something. And that's, again, not to, you know, go on and on, but I'm teaching my daughter that I said, you've got to fail, man. And, you know, if you watch, you talk about Michael Jordan, he just kept getting back on the court. And he's one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time. And he, but you can't say he just skated by and got lucked into that. There's no way.
0: Yeah, it's like hard work.
1: You understand, you know what it's been to build something and you can't get down, but it's very easy to, it's very easy to, you got to be strong about it.
0: Yeah. I think like, especially, well, I mean, that's the same thing, like with a podcast, it's kind of like you said, it's really the same thing. I was like, I'm tired of just waiting around for someone to come along. I'm going to start putting out my own content, you know? Not even the way I want, but really it is the way I want, but it doesn't have to be. I'm just like going to put it out there and right. Like you take hits along the way and you're like, oh, you know, you read reviews. You're like, okay, well, there's nine great reviews. There's one bad one. Let's not worry about that. Let's keep going. I mean, it's just, but it's great that we can all put this stuff out there. Like there's so many vehicles now.
1: And now more than ever, when I started in entertainment, there was a different landscape. Today, that opportunity is so vibrant and possible to put out your own material in every social way in you know, podcasts, all of it. So I would, again, advise people, you know, if that's something you're passionate about, whether it be cooking tips, whatever it is, go for it. And you're seeing that, you know, I think there's been so many interesting people. They are locked in their house and they figure, how do I get creative? And I love seeing that. It's, it's, again, it's exciting. So we will not be, we will not be brought down. We will continue to thrive, you know, even if we're within our own quarters for a while.
0: Exactly. And then like, once you started filming, like just from like the production point of it, were you like, okay, like this is fine. I don't even notice the cameras or were you like, oh man, there's a huge learning curve here.
1: Well, our crew was very uh, well oiled. They were never in the way. And, And as time went on, that became even more, uh, prominent, that they were just new. You know, we were together 11 years and a lot of the crew remained the same. So, for instance, when they filmed our wedding, um, sure, we knew they were there, but they were very respectful and it was still a wonderful celebration and it didn't feel that there were 19 cameras in our face. But, you know, they're there, you know, sometimes. yeah. You'll, I would say if someone was listening right now, they'd probably want to ask because everyone does. Well, do you feel like you're going to say the wrong thing? And then you're, why did I say that? And yes, the, the answer is yes. And But, you know, 90% of that is going to be edited out because for us, we filmed a lot. A hundred hours for one episode sometimes. Really? So that's not just, oh, we're filming one scene here and that's the scene going in. It was a lot of recording edited down, which is a lot. Usually, documentary films, docu series, they follow you, then they go in, and the editor has a big job, and they take seventy-six hours of footage and make it into an hour and a half. You know, or yeah. so that that. But there were so many times that, or when you're eating, and or you know, yeah, <laughs> you just don't feel your best, and it's all day every day but you get used to
0: it yes well that's like one of the joke amongst the housewives like people who watch the housewives very closely it's like there's a very few of them that actually eat on camera they're always like having the salad
2: that's and hilarious. this it's
0: that's like and then there's just a few that are like yeah i'll have the steak and this and that but a lot of them are just like yeah i'll have like just that appetite it's it's funny if you really watch closely
1: I'm going to go back and do that. That was not me. If you watch closely, El Pollo loco chips. Yeah.
0: I was just going to say, you guys could do a whole thing just on the lunches you ordered.
1: Yeah. Big lunches.
0: Have you, when did you last speak to Zoila? Another fan favorite. I think you and her were the fan favorites.
1: She's amazing. I have not spoke to her in a while, but um, she's always in my heart and on my mind. So yeah, I'm assuming she's doing really well.
0: Do you know who I am obsessed with, <laughs> who I, I, I think it's okay to Insta-stalk, right? Like, it's not really bad if you Insta-stalk someone, right? I mean, you're not reaching out to them, but- That do you know, does
1: Insta-stalk mean you're messaging them? No. Or they're just looking?
0: Just looking. Sliding into the DMs, then you say hello. Just insta you
1: stalk a story and do they know you're stalking? That's my question to you.
0: Okay, well, I don't do the stories. That's the thing. I'm I purposely I purposely actually don't look at a lot of people's stories just for that very reason.
1: So they don't know you're stalking them?
0: Yeah. Oh. I mean, wow. it's well, it's not like I insta stalk a lot of people, but even like people I know, I'm like oh, I'm not going to give you the, the satisfaction of knowing that I looked at this story. Oh yeah, I'm really like that.
1: Oh, this is, this <laughs> is behind the scenes tips. For David on insta stalking.
0: But, you know, to look at the pictures, you could look at the pictures.
1: And nobody knows.
0: Nobody knows.
1: So when you see a story, somebody knows. And this is how ignorant I am about when it When
0: you all. see a story, somebody knows. But then this is how, what I mean well, about what me. What
1: if it just comes on and it's flipping to the next one? They don't really, that, that can't count.
0: I think it, I think if you, I forgot the amount of time, but I think if you're even on there for like a very quick amount, it counts. So like some people that are normal in the world, not like me, just put up their stories and go about their day. I, I look at who looks at my stories, but some,
1: you're a looky loop. That's okay.
0: Yeah. I'm like, and it's not like I look at every one, but a lot of times they'll look and I'll be like, okay, this person looks at all my stories. That's fine. I have no, I have no comment. Like I'm like, bravo. Like if you look at my stories, like I'm loving you, but it's just, I, I like to see who's looking at my stories. But I stalk Trace. Trace.
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Oh, my God. Like, have, have you seen Trace's Instagram lately?
1: Uh, Trace posts a lot of, yeah, yeah. pictures.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> he's come a long way since flipping out, let's just say.
1: I think he has a a quite a, a successful business and he's doing well. So that's that's good.
0: Yeah, and he has a boyfriend now, Miles. If there's anything else you'd like to know about him, Jenny, just, just ask me.
1: Well, I'm going to, I mean, I'm <laughs> going to, it's almost as if we could hire you to go undercover and Insta-stalk someone that you need. This is, this is uh, FBI <laughs> level, baby.
0: Anything you want to know. Well, you know, he was dating Anthony from Queer Eye, the new Queer Eye.
1: So they're not dating anymore.
0: <laughs> now I don't know what happens, but I can tell you that like overnight, they were off each other's socials within like 24 hours, like every picture was taken off of both. Yeah, there was never a comment. So I don't think it it ended so well, just based on my analysis of the situation. But now he's dating Miles, someone named Miles McMillan, who I don't know, sounds like part of a maybe the
1: McMillan family. This is so fascinating (laughs) information.
0: Yeah. I told you I was going to come out of the closet when we when we chatted about who about who for flipping out I. But, you know, I'm just looking. I'm not I'm not bothering. I'm not. But he's, you know, he like puts on a shirt every now and then, like every hundredth episode. He has a shirt on.
1: Got it. Got it. So most posts.
0: There's no shirt.
1: Okay, without shirt.
0: And there's lots of work out. So it's T for Trace. If you want to if you get bored. And <laughs> want to check that out. Have you talked to Andy throughout this?
1: Yes, yes, I have.
0: How is and he? I know he, you guys are close.
1: He's better. Obviously, he um, had the virus, and that was—I um, can't imagine. You know, scary. But he is doing. He's better, so that makes me so happy. And doing his, his show from home now, and yeah, so, and so happy as a dad and just love seeing him as a father. It's really wonderful. I'd always wanted that for him and it started with Waka and now, you know, I hope his family continues and he's always a very good friend and um, a really good guy. So
0: that's good. Yeah. I mean, I like the format from home. Like it's good. I I think like, I mean, that's the thing. Like when we open up in the world, I think it's going to come back slowly. I could see the show going on at home for a while.
1: It's interesting. At first, it was, you know, a little jarring for everyone going, oh, well, now they're going live from their homes. But like anything, as time goes on, right, you get kind of used to the new normal. And, you know, I, I was actually talking to a few people and I said, how are you excited to go back to the office? And and they said, not necessarily. I'm getting all my stuff done here and I'm with my family. And so that's an interesting take on it all. What will that go back to look like? You know, the world, I, I don't know. I go back and forth, but it probably could change a bit, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I have a friend, I mean, I have a lot of friends actually that have like office jobs and yeah, I would say the majority are like, yeah, this is just fine. I'm i in no rush.
1: I mean, you you wish you would have invested stock in zoom
0: right seriously oh my god or like house party i don't know if you've done house party yet i have not
1: i'm a mom listen
0: i'm i'm not
1: i know i need to i need to be a little more cool you got to help me out you've taught me how to insta stock now we've got to do house party
0: just start with trace just make him your first you'll be like was this the innocent little boy that worked for us at some point he's come a long way He's found i mean, he was always you know he was always there, but now he's found a gym, and there's more gymming, but house party's really fun. it's like it's like zoom, but you can play games, like you can play like trivia games with your friends, and oh, so fun. like yeah, so it's like you're all on together. I wouldn't know this except the other day one of my it's like the easiest thing to use, okay house I
2: party?
0: yeah. I have
1: Insta stock. What else can we talk about? I know they've been doing those incredible TikTok. concerts uh, and the zoom concerts. That looks amazing.
0: Well, you know, tonight there's a tribute. I don't even know if it's the zoom, but, or maybe it is. I don't know. But the tonight there's a tribute to Prince on channel oh, two. Really?
1: Check that out. That it's
0: awesome. the Grammy salutes Prince. I don't know. If, I think it might've been taped live. I think, I don't know. Like I think it might've been taped before, but
1: Talk- and they're doing, they're going to start American Idol people recording themselves at home, correct?
0: Oh, really? That's
1: oh. Yeah, that's what I heard.
0: So oh, that'll wow. be interesting. That's interesting. And then you wrote a book, Grin and Barrett.
1: Yes, I did.
0: How was the process of writing a book?
1: Uh, grueling, intense, but really wonderful at the end of it all. It was, uh, you know, I think an experience even that was interesting for my family, talking about growing up, talking about the difficult things that maybe you wouldn't discuss. Um, And it was the hardest thing probably that I've ever done, but I'm glad that I did it today. And um, I wanted, again, to be able to help people that, you know, you can survive failure Um, and that you have to fail to get to the great joys of your life. And, you know, after my marriage had failed and it was quite public, not obviously at all intended that that would ever have happened. How did I move forward with that? And I think I wanted to help people. And I think if you're in any business, that should be the goal. Um, and so the book was hopefully a piece of that and having fun. And laughing, I think laughter has kept us all going through a time like this, and just trying to to see the fun in it all, you know, because there are going to be those hard times, and so that was and it was a really hard and interesting experience. I have a lot of respect for anyone that's wrote a book, um, whether it's a kids book, whether it's a novel. It's a hard process, I will say that. I think writing in it in and of itself can be a lonely weird process once again I think a lot of great writers that I've read about say well I was terrified to get those words down in the beginning and then I just kept writing and just kept putting stuff out and that's what I've noticed is if you just put it out good or bad you can't self-criticize in that begin those beginning steps and then you happen to fall upon something that's amazing but you couldn't have got there if you didn't you know again i I didn't necessarily think this would have been the road I would have gone down, but I don't regret it. And, you know, then your life takes a lot of different turns and you don't expect it. But what do you do with those turns? You know, I think it's all in attitude. And that sounds like, oh, that's cheesy, but it's not. It's all in how you focus your attitude. When I'm at the gym, I'm working on my abs. I'm spending 15 minutes on my abs. Over time, my abs will change. Attitude, same thing. Well, I tend to focus on the negative. I'm going to spend my time getting away from that. And that's, again, I'm trying to teach my children. When you become a, a parent, I think you you say, let's try to navigate the things I did wrong and, you know, let me give you the best advice I can. So that's the deal.
0: That makes sense yeah like it's not how you fall like it's how graceful you get up or how hard you fall it's how graceful you get up now I sound like a cliche but it's true it is true
1: it is true and then when in doubt just go stock. you know
0: yeah I mean like don't get me wrong there's a lot of people that I spend time on Instagram looking at I am but-
1: totally messing with you it's all good
0: I'm just. I just thought, since we were chatting, I would bring up my flipping out connection. Well, you
1: have yes. You have a fan thing. You uh, that's your fan face.
0: It's like yeah. It's it's pretty you high up there. Your uh, five. Yeah.
1: Is that what it was? T-Mobile fave five. Favorite five, right? Oh Favorite really? Friend? Remember T-Mobile? You could like have five. Yeah. Grace would be one of them.
0: Definitely top five. Maybe even <laughs> top. Maybe even top three.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: No. Trust me, it's top three. Um, like his when d-
1: doggies are cute. He had a doggy. Yeah, they're cute. Yeah.
0: But you know what? Okay, so now let me give a criticism, which to him, which I I don't like. It's, there's a lot of people like I don't like people whose Instagram is so curated. Like in some pictures, I look great. Like his is just so curated. The house always looks perfect. Everything always looks perfect. You know, like to me, some days I look perfect. Some days I'm a bloody mess, you know?
1: Hey, keeping it real. Yeah. I know so. what you're saying. I mean, the nails aren't looking so good over here. or the I mean,
0: hair. seriously. I mean, like, I, I don't mind being, I'm one of those people that now has gotten used to this too. I keep myself busy all day. So if we're here in two months, I'm going to be fine. But man, I'm going to need a haircut like way before.
1: To, like, I know, right?
0: Um. I'm not there yet, but I'm like, oh my God, like in two months, if we're still here, like what is going to happen with all that? But I had a friend of mine who's like a hairstylist to like a lot of famous people. And he's just like, he, he was, he was on this show and he was like, to everyone listening, do not cut your own hair, period. I have nothing else to say on the matter. <laughs> so I
1: mean, you late for that, right? I think I, people have done it.
0: Kind of. Like, when did you first realize, like, the power of reality TV? You know, like, when you were first, like, going to the Starbucks in L.A., and people were like, oh, my God, that's Jenny from Flipping Out. Like, when, like, did that happen, like, right away? Like, when did that kind of happen? And, like, realizing, Um... like, oh, shit, Bravo fans are so rabid.
1: Yes and no. I mean, half the time people think I'm Julie Louise Dreyfus, but um, when that's not- I
0: saw your Instagram post. And I mean, I know you've talked about this before, but oh my God. Yeah, you look just like her.
1: uh, And, you know, props to her. She's amazing. And actually, before, right before quarantine, I was in an elevator and the girl said, Megan, Lolly. And I just, I always usually say no, but I I was with a few other people. I just said, yes. So sorry, Megan. You know, I stole your thunder for a moment, Which I don't think I look a lot like her. But, you know, people think they look like people. And sometimes they really do. And um, But, yes, it happened more so as a few seasons aired. And um, I think people felt that they knew me. Because you do know people on reality TV. You get to know them and their life. So um, I was actually so many times have been very grateful for people that have reached out when I went through IVF all these kind of personal things that they really championed and rooted for you know what was going on and they were actually good friends in a weird way I know that sounds so incredibly odd but um people were amazing you know for the most part of course there's haters and that's again not what you focus on but if you're going to be in anything you're going to have haters that's it yeah you got to accept that and you can't let it beat you and you got to move on and oftentimes how real are these accounts of people attacking you it's you know it's something you know I tell my daughter again I'm doing all these lessons with my daughter but Mm. I say you know not everyone's gonna win every time and you deal with that too. And you deal with how to play with people nicely and they get their turn and you get theirs. And so when fans would come up most, uh, I mean, there was very few times that it was not nice, but they would really be supportive and wonderful. And again, they enjoyed the program. So that was what I've set out when I was a young girl, I wanted to entertain people. So what What did that look like? Was it a little different package than I thought it was going to be for all these years? Yes. But I can't take away the core of it, which is that people were entertained by what we did. And that's really exciting. And so that is the the part of the whole journey. There were good and bad parts, as if anybody watched, they would understand what I'm talking about over these 11 years. But the core of it was good. And that's what I choose to focus on. You know, people come in and out of your life, right? And some are forever and some are not. And and some roads end and then a new one begins. And, And I think you take away from each experience, whether that's a relationship, you know, and you build on that and you move forward and you say, what mistakes did I make? What looked good? What was, you know, not right about it? And that was something that, again, the the fan base and the, you know, bra- being at Bravo, it was a really great experience overall, so much of it. So that, that was, and it's fun. People are, and sometimes people go, oh, you know, tell me about, you know, they want to, they have very specific things they remember about an episode and you go, wow, that's crazy. You must insta-stalk me just like David does with Trace.
0: Right. <laughs> No, I'm, I mean, I'm listen. I was just day. gonna say you're never gonna let me live this down. It's, it's,
1: it's, come on, listeners. No, that's nice. We all have our our crush. I've been a married lady now for a long time, so you know. But I still, I, I, I still look good in a sweats in a tracksuit. Yeah, you do. I'm I not like. this mad at it. I
0: like this tracksuit. Now, tell us about your friendship with Shannon Bedore.
1: Oh, Shannon's a a love. Um. We haven't seen each other lately, but she's doing really well, it seems, and I'm so happy for her. And she's been a good, good friend, you know? Um, And she's funny, and I was it was hard to see her go through what she went through, but here we are. She's on the other end of it, took that journey, has three beautiful daughters, and she's really doing well. And so I'm so happy to see that.
0: Are you friendly with any other housewives?
1: I'm fr- yeah, I, I'm i fr- I'm friendly with Vicky, Tamara, uh, Lisa Vanderpump uh, is Lisa and Ken are my peeps. And like I've, I've over the years, you know, known a lot of them and I like a lot of them. They're, you know, fun and they will light up any room they walk into all of them independently. So, yes. yeah, they they are a, a bundle of. Wow. You know,
0: they're fun. Yeah. I mean, like every time I meet a housewife or even like, you know, the ones I know and am friendly with, like there's, I get why each of them were cast. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and everyone always asks me like, what's this one? Like in real life, what's that one? Like, I'm like, kind of like what you just said. I'm like, they're kind of exactly how you would think they would be. Like it's reality TV, you know, like maybe a slight heightened version of themselves, but everyone's exactly how you see them on TV more or less.
1: And absolutely. And I, I love what to see what Bethany's done and Lisa has done and the one the the women that have been able to really also give back in, in whatever way, you know, whether that be that they've gotten creative and done stuff. Uh, I was in in Luann's cabaret show out here in LA months, months ago when it was first launching and going. And it was great to see her do that. It was so fun. So yeah, it, it's a ve- they're a very eclectic, wonderful bouquet of of flowers, if you will.
0: <laughs> like the gift yeah. that keeps giving, right? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: Are you shocked that like Vicky and Tamara are not going to be on anymore?
1: I am shocked. Yes. I, I really am. But um, we'll see. I mean, I was shocked that Lisa wouldn't be on anymore. And yeah. uh, I guess, you know, it's the the changing of the guards, if you will. But Lisa's fierce and she'll continue to go on and be fierce. So she's always been a, a good friend.
0: And Vanderpump Rules is the best show on Bravo. <laughs> so Lisa's doing fun. Oh, my Maybe, God. Uh, it's it's like there's flowers there's thorns there's bouquets it's just it's literally a gift from above it's the best yeah. show on bravo
1: another gift to switch gears for a minute off of bravo just for a moment is succession have you seen that show
0: No. You what is check
1: it, out. it hbo really, oh, really yeah
0: what's it about
1: binge watching a very wealthy family and the dynamics of that and who's going to inherit what. And it's juicy and really wonderful. So uh, all you listeners, if you haven't checked it out, I highly recommend it. The Michael Jordan doc series is is looking good. I watched Tiger King probably with a lot of the rest of the world or America, at least.
0: I watched it. There's, no, there's now a bonus episode that just came out, which I haven't watched. No way! Yeah. It go on to Netflix and you'll see I heard about it coming out but then I was on today looking for something else to watch like what's in? there's a bonus episode of Tiger King I have no idea what it's about but it's it's
1: there I've watched Lego Masters was amazing I don't know if you like Legos but I'm into it for my daughter first but then I really enjoyed it nailed it is amazing so it's been fun watching some good programming and You know, normally as a mom, you hit the couch and it's done after they're finally in bed later than they should be. But it's been fun to watch some of that. But always Bravo too, and Housewives is back now. So
0: it's it's good. This is going to be a good season of Beverly Hills.
1: Whoa, what's happening? Did
0: you watch the premiere? Yes, I did. I don't know. It's just
1: I don't know. TBC.
0: I feel bad for Denise in a way, but I mean, it's going to be good TV. And New York is back, so it's going to be a good New York season, too. Right. Now, you are definitely one of my favorite Bravo celebrities, Jenny, but I have to be honest with you, there is somebody, somebody I like as much as I like you, and I heard that she was quarantining at your house with you. I've seen on Instagram that Deb is with you. She is. Now, I know I'm putting you on the spot, but do you think, I know she might be in the other room, if you would like to go get her, but can Deb say a hello to the listeners? I mean, I can we have a life hack from Deb?
1: You bet. Let me, let me see if I can get her. Okay. Deb!
0: Guys, we have asked for Deb. Jenny's getting Deb for us. This is major. As seen on Flipping Out also. I mean...
2: Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming.
0: She's coming, you guys. Hey,
2: th- yeah, just make sure that quesadilla doesn't... Yeah, okay. Hi, David.
0: Deb. Hi, David. How are you, Deb? I, I, I didn't know if you were going to be able to join us today.
2: Well, you know what? Surprise, pretty peach.
0: Thank you. How is your quarantine going?
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm hanging tight. Jenny's a little bit of a mess, so we got quarantined together. It's been, there's been some highs and some real lows, uh, you know, but I'm keeping it tight here. I'm keeping it together. I'm keeping it clean, keeping it right and tight.
0: Is Jenny getting on your nerves? Every, or are you just having, really? Every
2: minute of every day, talking about herself, talking about how is this over for her? She thought she was gonna have a second chance. At getting back on TV and being famous again. I'm so sick of it. Uh, the, uh, the, the five o'clock looks good on you. Hold on. Hey, hey, I'm, up. I'm up.
0: Thank you. I was thinking of shaving the five o'clock today, everyone. But I mean, at some point I am going to have to shave the five o'clock because it's getting out of control, to be honest with you. But if Deb likes it, I might keep the five o'clock. I
2: think it's I think it's hot and I think I would keep it. I really?
0: Think,
2: yeah, I, I think you're gonna find your mate that way.
0: I hope so. It's time, you know. I'm quite- it is
2: time. Nothing like the present. High time for a fun time, you know? And I say sharpen those skills because you're gonna be out soon. Quarantine's gonna be lifted, and the world is your oyster, baby.
0: I'm going to have to make up for lost time, Deb, when we get out of here.
2: Well, I think that you're looking like you're about ready. Maybe just a little. Maybe we get a little self-tanner going. And then you're looking like the apple in my eye. I'll tell you that.
0: Boys in LA are not this pale, are they?
2: Uh, you know, uh, yeah, maybe not.
0: But Deb, the sun is so bad for you. You know what I'm saying?
2: No, you got to get your vitamin D. Come I on, know. Man it's important
0: a little bit you need it a little bit do you think you've been annoying jenny or are you helping her out
2: oh please i'm the best i'm the gift that keeps on giving i mean she she wouldn't have made it without me let me tell you something right now I, i go hard i go fast there's no whining there's no crying there's no complaining
0: and your life hacks i think are really helping people on uh jenny's instagram
2: well i hope so you know I, I really, I just want to, I want to keep people in the know, in the zone, you know, six feet away, but still in your heart. But I think we got to, we got to keep busy. We got to, I, I learned I didn't know that you could use bread to erase pencil. I learned that. I didn't know that lime juice could take away a highlighter. I've been helping with the homeschooling a little bit.
0: That's not easy. Know-
2: I didn't know that you could eat pigs in a blanket for three days in a row and not get sick of it, you know? So there's a lot of, a lot of little things to be grateful for. Yeah.
0: I agree. I really, or how did you feel about being on the show? Did you, did you, did you, you like never wanted the, the cameras there, right?
2: I don't need that, but you know. I'll Jenny. You what it takes. You know, I was in craft service. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. That's my profession. So I did snacks munchies and whatnot's for motion pictures and things like that. So I've been around it. I've been around the big life. But we got some heroes out there. We got our healthcare heroes. We've got our workers. We got people that got to get back to work. So I say, let's stay safe. Let's flatten this curve. Let's get back. Let's be like we never were before, David. Let's go out. Let's get some tail. Let's make it happen. Let's get creative. Let's change. Let's be more positive. Let's exercise more. What else? What do you think?
0: I think that that is all inspiring, Dad.
2: teeth if you want to. Get some Crest stip- strips.
0: Are you trying to tell me I have yellow teeth? I do. I get how much coffee I drink. Yeah, oh, it's not yellow. Ah. Uh, trust me they are dead you're, you're you're like too kind to me today you like the five o'clock shadow you like my Especially teeth.
2: the top look white maybe the bottom could use a strip
0: a stripper two well I really i I know you're a busy woman I really appreciate you stopping by do you think Jenny will come back to sign off
2: yeah she will uh, I know
0: she's busy with the kids
2: yeah who knows what she's doing she says that and then she's you know in the corner looking at herself let me go see
0: Okay, thank you, Deb. Guys, we had oh, a- Deb. Keep it real,
2: David. Keep it real,
0: Deb. You're the best. I love you.
2: Love your buns,
0: guys. We got joined by Deb. That was major. If anyone is following Jenny on Instagram, Deb's life hacks are they're really helping us get through quarantine. They're helping me.
1: Hi, David. Sorry.
0: Oh my she God. She was amazing. I hope I didn't bother her too much.
1: Oh, she, I think, secretly loves it, but she says she doesn't.
0: I just told her. I mean, her life hacks really are helping, I think, a lot of people get through quarantine. Good, good.
1: I'm glad.
0: It's really, well. Are
1: they even helpful? I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, that's how I thought of her because I brought up Shannon Bedore. Shannon Bedore seems to, every time Deb does a life hack, two seconds later, Shannon Bedore is, like, gushing over Deb.
1: Shannon's a big Deb fan, yeah.
0: I hope she gives you as much love as she gives Very Deb.
1: Buddy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she loves, no,
1: I, I oh, think. Sorry, I got my my little one, came in.
0: She can, Well, I mean, you are home. Hi. She's probably like, Mommy, what are you doing?
1: This is David. Hey, are you on break time? This no. is
0: homeschooling. I mean, all my friends with their homeschooling, they're like, it's a lot. What do you
1: think? Is mommy a good teacher? <laughs> you like that pause?
0: Well, it's so funny. I have a friend now who thinks it's like, she, it's like extenuating circumstances and her daughter's into horses. She's like, I think we might homeschool our my her daughter like now for good. Just cause like it's working and she's used to it. And she's like, her daughter's into like riding. She's like an equestrian and all this. She's like, this is probably our new life next year. And I'm like, see.
1: Interesting. Yeah. I think everyone's just trying to, you know, there's so much unknown right now that, but our school as, as so many have really, they've assimilated. They've been amazing. Every day is getting stronger and stronger. And it, it seems so seamless, really all said and done, how incredible they've stepped up. And it's, seems almost as if they're in real school with their friends, all the incredible things they've thought of to implement. So it's, it's, I have to say, I can't believe we're that it's been five weeks or whatever. And where we, you know, just if you stop and think about it all, it's surreal. Yeah. That you, where we were and life was normal and we were used to something. And now we've had to assimilate to a whole new deal, but Again, the human spirit, we do it, right? Yeah, right? and you that whole, said. like... We make it happen. We never quit, right? Mm-hmm. Right? You want to say anything to the listeners? What's been your favorite part about quarantine? No, no,
0: no. Having mommy home with oh. Day-
1: oh, building Legos. Yeah, I was telling him about Lego Masters. It's a good show, huh? Yeah.
0: Really, I'll have to add that to my list.
1: We walked to Baskin Robbins too. Mask on, but we did.
0: That's not bad.
1: Baskin Robbins near us is still open. I mean, nobody's in there, so we get. Chop stop. Oh, chop stop is next door. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the salad place. Do you guys have chop stop
0: in New York? No, and I think we only have. I think we might have one Baskin Robbins if it's still there, but that's it. Oh, okay. What's chop stop?
1: Don't you she do you love New York? What's your favorite part about New York?
0: stations.
1: Oh, the subway stations. We went on the subway. Except I do not like when I have to go, like, keep switching subways every day. Yeah, we got lost for a while when we were trying to get to Brooklyn. I told you, mommy's not the best with navigation. Um, so we went on the wrong we went the wrong way so then we had to go back and walk all the way through the station it was an adventure that's fun though that's fun have to go on, like, 20 buses, 20 subways 20, 20 subways
0: the, the the subways can be confusing at times and you're working on a lot of different projects now right <laughs> like you said you might have projects coming out I mean I know yeah. you can't really talk about all of them but you got some things yes. that works.
1: I've been working on on quite a few things I'm excited about so stay tuned and yeah I uh, again hope to to be back entertaining in whatever capacity possible and just put out some hopeful hopefully great programming. Yeah.
0: Would you ever do reality TV again?
1: Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Maybe a, like Jenny at home with the family show.
2: <laughs> oh, David. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, maybe that was, that ship has sailed, but um,
1: yeah, I don't know. I'm excited about whatever is next and I guess just, you know, putting it, putting forward some new great content.
0: That's good. I know you have a lot in the works, so everyone will have to keep their eyes open for that <laughs> okay. you'll have to keep me posted but yeah. if you ever do go back into reality tv call me i'll help you produce i think you and your family at home i think that's a reality show right there
1: oh david <laughs> i but, think the you insta stalking people could be a reality show i'm kidding I'm you kidding. know what
0: well you can go pitch that to bravo any day you want jenny you can be <laughs> my, you can be my executive producer i'm very easy to produce
1: well, you're very wonderful to talk to. So keep inspiring people with fun and, um, you know, putting out your great work.
0: You too. And before we go, well, two things before we go. One, is there anything else you want to discuss that you feel like we haven't addressed? Like anything else you want to say? I like to always give people a chance at the end to add whatever they would like.
1: Oh, nice. Um, yes. I, I. Just give me, like... 20 seconds. Okay? Take your
0: time. Take your time. We were joined by Deb. We were joined by Jenny. a busy day here behind the velvet rope, you guys. Um, I learned that my six o'clock shadow, five o'clock shadow, whatever you want, it's really like a nine o'clock shadow at this point. I mean, I really could shave. I really could take a shower. Those things just have not happened today. I wonder if Jenny's going to get Deb again. I don't know.
1: Sorry, David. Oh, okay. I'm just getting her back in her jam of school.
0: You're doing double duty.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I think just um, once again, just I would want to tell people that we've all had a hard time going through all this, but just to try to stay creative positive and hopeful you know I think hopeful is a big part of it because there's days where you go what is the end in sight here there there is a way to become quickly negative and, and fearful and I, I think just trying to to maybe navigate away from that and whatever it is that brings you joy or passion to, to gravitate towards that and uh, again a time to to create or do something you never, you know, thought you could, even if it's a business plan for something when this ends that, you know, it's, it's new beginnings in a way. And I think people are also reevaluating what their life was and do they want to go back to that place? And I think it's just, all that is, is exciting. And it, it is very scary for so many people. Um, so that I'm not shying away from that, you know, and I, I feel very grateful that, you know, some people are just trying to pay the bills and eat. And so, you know, we put out thoughts and prayers for all that to come back and normalize, but at the same time, just for people not to lose their, their faith and their spirit and their hope and their sense of that. Normalcy will come back. It may be different for a while, but you know, just to not completely buy into that that we can't come back from this.
0: I think that's, okay. I know that seems heavy. No,
1: like, I think we're all kind of in this, locked in our own space and reality, and it can get depressing and hard.
0: Yeah, and I think just keep a clear mind because I think one's mind is what will do them in during these times.
1: Absolutely.
0: And that really is within your control. I know it's easier said than done, but just keep a clear mind because that's probably what could do you in if you don't.
1: I couldn't agree more. And I think that that could also include getting you know, even some fresh air or a bit of exercise or those kind of things as well. Whatever does help clear the mind. Do that.
0: You yeah. Know,
1: within reason if it's rosé or whatever else.
0: but yeah, Vodka, yeah. rosé. <laughs> Vodka's <laughs> or, my poison.
1: Or Rice Krispie Treat overload or cooking things.
2: Mine is- I, mean,
1: I haven't so many random things, you know. It's crazy. I don't know if you, you, you said you were ordering in a lot, but.
0: I order I order in a lot. The first half of quarantine, I was like, I'm just gonna eat all the pizza I want because who the hell cares? And the second half so far, I've been like doing 6 a.m. boot camp workout in, in at home. So I'm like back on like well, I'm back out. Yeah, and as crazy as this sounds, I've actually drank. I haven't drank like I like to go out and drink. I've realized through this that I am a social person. I'm a social drinker. I've drank. I mean, there's nothing wrong with drinking alone at home. I'm not judging. I just, I've drank twice throughout this whole thing. I've never drank so little in my life, but most people are drinking more, which I think you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. So somehow I've been living a healthy lifestyle, healthier than when I'm out and about in New York. It's very strange.
1: That's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to see what kind of people, you know, Again, like you were saying at first, probably, right? The first week, it was really odd. And then you get kind of used to it. Yeah. And like, oh, I'm not going out and I can get used to this, you know? It's like yeah. we can't assimilate. We're pretty interesting that way as, as humans. I don't know. But yeah, I hadn't, I, I kind of laid off for, for Lent, for Easter. So, um, but it was good. That's a good clarity thing too, always, right? I think so. But you'll be back at it, having fun soon enough. That's what we're going to keep putting out there, and that's very important. So stay. I'm uh, energy wise. I think people stay. Try to stay positive that it will. We will get through it. You know.
0: I think so. And I'm well. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I'm coming to the LA area like July, August. So we will have to get together. Totally. You can bring your husband. You can get a babysitter.
1: We'll hug. We can
0: actually hug. That would be nice. But if not, we could just say hi and sit next to each other or six feet apart and have a drink. Yeah,
1: no, you can just insta-stalk
2: me. Yeah. Uh,
0: yes, you and Deb. And I need to take, hold on, look at the camera. I want to take a screenshot of you before we go. I, I look like over here. Yeah, that's perfect. I don't know if you know how to do this. I just figured it out like this. No. It's going to be like both of us together. Let me say, I might take another one, see that? But let me take another, yeah, I don't know if uh, you could uh, see Yeah,
1: it. let's do it, let's do a round Yeah,
0: two. so just so we'll have that's this. Cool. you did that. Uh, I never knew how to do this. Don't even give me too much credit, someone showed me. Go oh. down a little bit, like, maybe that works, yeah. Oh, that's perfect. See, like, look at how good that looks. That's- yeah, like, trust me, don't give me too much oh, credit. I'm not
1: looking at the camera. Should we Do you want to
0: look one? again? Yeah. I don't
1: know. It doesn't matter if you
2: like it. No,
0: no, no, no. Look, I mean, look there. I think you were looking at the camera more than the other ones. This one, you're not.
1: No. Nah. Where's the camera? There?
0: I think so. I think so. Try to look right there. Yeah. See, look, you're kind of looking there. Yeah. Yeah. I'll like like. I'll like send you the best of them and keep in touch too. You've been like, I know you're very busy. I really appreciate you taking time away from homeschooling and your family and Deb and your husband to sit down and chat with me. The listeners I'm sure are like very happy that you stopped by as well. So I really, I really do appreciate it. Jenny, you are wonderful.
1: Thank you.
0: And where can we find you on Instagram for those that uh, want to watch you?
1: At Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-P-U-L-O-S. And the kids songs are on iTunes. Uh, so check them out.
0: And stay tuned. More
1: to come. More to come yeah. Jenny's got <laughs>
0: projects in the works. So everyone stay tuned.
1: Hopefully we'll see how it all pans out. So stay safe, everyone. And, um, you know. Thoughts and prayers for everybody to stay healthy and get back to their jobs and just, you know, keep prospering here.
0: That's amazing. I really appreciate it, Jenny. And I will I will email you and we'll keep in touch.
1: Okay. Sounds thank, good.
0: Thank you so much. And thank Deb.
1: I will. I will. She's a, a fan uh, for life of you now.
0: Oh, my God. I love her. All right. I love you, too.
1: Okay. Love you. Right. Take care.
0: Bye.